Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> <laughs> I got the glasses. You guys, I made a quiz. No, I didn't bring anything, but I'm here to have fun. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the official Broad Wasted podcast, where we're drunk on theater. I'm your host, Brian Plofsky, and I'm not at the bar, but we're definitely on point. It's the first or second or third or fourth or fifth time, we'll shuffle off to Buffalo. But if we take our time, step into the line. Plies, don't be a square dance. (laughs) Dance revolution. Wait, is the tap running? I'll swing over there, but my hip hops. Joining us today are the usual box steppers who always go full out, including Kevin, Chips, and Salsa Dance, Jager. Amen, but also plies is the favorite thing you've ever said in your entire life. Plies. <laughs> Kimberly, our modern game master and unofficial babysitter for the hour. All right, Dan stuff, because she does, I get it. <laughs> and with us today is a returning guest you've seen in West Side Story, Newsies, Honeymoon in Vegas, Something Rotten, and Mean Girls. Let's give him a big, broad, wasted welcome to friend of the show. Friend of the show. Sweeps. No, 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 no. I mean, oh, Brandon Stimson. How dare you bring sweeps into the equation? <laughs> Listen, yeah. you, come on, you come on this podcast and sweeps is going to be brought up. <laughs> you know, uh, speaking of sweeps, because, you know, there's always a, always a tangent story for Ike Sweeps O'Connor. Um, my friend, friend of the show, Aaron Albano, sent yeah. me a home workout um, of uh, like a regular fitness trainer who's doing like home workouts and he's using a broom. And uh, <laughs> he said, he said uh, recently he said, your time has come. I said, oh, <laughs> I finally made it to the fitness world. I was going to ask, have you quarantined with the broom? The broom is always with me. Okay. I mean, it just, I don't feel safe without it. <laughs> um, well, let's start with what are you drinking? What are you drinking? What are we drinking? So Kimberly, I'm, let's start with you. What are you drinking? I have an Austin East Cider watermelon. That can looks beautiful. <laughs> They're my favorite. Look at that glow. Mostly because the cans are pretty. Yeah. Um, but this is the first time I'd seen the watermelon, and it was the only six-pack at my grocery store of this flavor, and it felt like fate. Cool. So I had to buy it. That looks nice. Very good. Very tart. Do you like a tart cider? We've never actually investigated your cider like... Yeah. Like Are you a tart cider, dry cider? What's your cider? What do I like? You like dry cider. I like dry cider. Cool, cool. You care for the confirmation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin? Uh, I am drinking a uh, some sensible red wine. It's a Merlot. And uh, my dad is a super wine spectator nerd. Like, he's obsessed with wine. And so he always just, like, sends me pictures of bottles I should buy. Uh-huh. So I bought this one, and it's super good. A family sommelier. Yeah, it, le- legit. It's amazing. Whenever we go to visit my dad, I'm always like, all right, I know I'm going to drink some amazing wine. Because the stuff he tells me is like the stuff that's still really good, but like 
$12 a bottle. (laughs) (laughs) I go and see him and I'm like, all right, get out the good stuff. Let's do this. (laughs) Brendan. Uh, So we're having a, having a cocktail in my, uh, my Corgi cup here. Corgi cup, Um, of course. We got, it's just like an Aperol spritz, but usually it's done with uh, Aperol, Prosecco, and maybe something like seltzer on top. We have nixed the seltzer, and so mm. we're just uh, having as much alcohol as possible. <laughs> Aperol, which is no spritz. <laughs> yeah, some, yeah. Some the spritz. <laughs> um, I just have some Milagro tequila in on the rocks with a hint of lime. Ooh. Is Brian made off with our stash when this all went down? Yep. Damn, what a genius grabbing the Only Brian's quarantine is sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you're not quarantining like alone, that. right? You have not, a friend. I'm not completely alone. Um, this, uh, maybe about two and a half weeks ago, uh, when all this was really hitting home that we were going to be quarantined for a long period of time, a long periodically time, that I needed some like companionship. I'm always, I've always been somebody who needs uh, someone or something to like, care for and just take care of. And so I adopted this little guy, which is, uh, for those at home listening, he's a Border Collie Corgi mix. Ooh, and he's cute. a seven-month-old seven puppy that I rescued from uh, our good friends at uh, Friends with Four Paws, which is oh, a rescue sure. base out of Oklahoma, and they also operate in Astoria and Jersey. And so I adopted him, and I've had him for two and a half weeks, and he when I first got him, I live in a fifth floor walk up, and he does not like stairs. When I first got him, like this is this is gonna have to change. Some of those videos were my favorite. Watching you like encourage as he was trying to like, go come up. on, bud, come on. And now he uh, he will run up and down no problem. His name is Wally. I don't know if I got there. His name is spelled Wally. like the Pixar movie, just like the Pixar Great. movie. I mean, that's it's my all-time favorite of all the Pixar canon. Mm-hmm. I just love Wally. I love him so much. Well, you're living it, so I mean, here we are. Yeah, <laughs> literally, here we are. What a time! Um, but he's been great, and so it gives me uh, a reason and a schedule during this sure. time. Whether or not it's just like okay, I took you out, and now it's like okay, I have four and a half to five hours before I got to take you out again. So. What Marvel movie can I watch? (laughs) (laughs) Well, before you came back, you were in L.A. for a while. Six months. Six months I was in L.A. Tell us what you were doing in L.A. Perhaps you were attending some sort of teenage event that came out wrong. It doesn't make it sound creepy at all, Brian. Yeah, no, yeah. No, just a, a giant uh, chaperone at a at a prom, you might mm. say. So let's, <laughs> wait, so let's go in chronological order. You were with Mean Girls for a long time. For a long time, sir. Uh, we we opened, and then I was with it for eighteen years. 18 years. My you graduated. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I left October 6th of 2019. And you were in the ensemble, you were the dance captain and you covered multiple characters, correct? I was in the ensemble, dance captain the show, and I covered uh, Aaron Samuels, Damien, uh, and Mr. Duvall. And for I those saw two, you go on as Mr. Did Duvall. Did you really get to see it? Wait, who's her father? Her fa- well, I, that's my normal track. That's then I saw I, your normal track. track. Forget oh, what I said. Yeah. <laughs> How many times were you Mr. Duval? Um, too many, probably. Uh, what if he said, <laughs> I've never gone on. You're a liar. How many times were you Damien? Uh, uh, Damien was probably at least like 20 or so, maybe. Cool. Yes. It was fun. Fun to, fun to be, a, fun to be an, uh, a lovely two gay to function yeah. <laughs> um, well, you were so. What was your entire time with the show from free, like oh, just from lab to yeah, lab? yeah. And were you in prom before Mean Girls? Like you were in high school for a while. I did a long high school stint. Yeah, we did. We did prom. They kept you back. We did a prom lab, and then a little bit of time went by. I think that's when I did honeymoon in Vegas. I can't even remember, but I did prom lab, and then. Uh, prom Atlanta. And then by the time uh, I got back to the city, excuse me, Mean Girls was happening in the lab. And so prom hadn't come to Broadway yet. 
Mean Girls already had this like freight train of motive, like uh, just momentum going. Mm-hmm. So, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean she's she's uh, she's kind of known. Um, and then I stuck with Mean Girls while Prom was already on Broadway, so didn't have a chance to see it come to full fruition. Sure, but I stayed with Mean Girls for probably from Lab to my leaving. God, it had to be two and a half, almost three years that I was with the show. Wow. So time. what was that last show like for you? Oof. Uh, I mean, cried my eyes out. If anybody knows me, I mean, I, I am a sentimental, cinematic, romantic person. I am a sentimental man. <laughs> I was going to sing that, but that's the one I skip all the time. <laughs> we, all, we hear that. No, I'll get, get back to the witches. <laughs> But um, no, it was it was it was like cathartic in a way. It was this well because what I was leaving for was was an opportunity that I could not pass up. Um, it was not a performance uh, thing that I was leaving for. Mm-hmm. And uh, Casey actually Casey Nicolot talked to me when he um, took us out on like this very nice uh, boat trip. It was um, pretty much Casey knew that the prom movie was going to happen, and with the timeline of the movie. Uh, Casey had already signed up for like a few other projects. And so he needed people that he trusted to go out to LA with him so that he could get some help in setting the entire movie. And then he was going to be unavailable for like certain shoot dates. And so he needed somebody to step in uh, pretty much to stand in as the choreographer, uh, head of the choreography team on set while he was in New York doing other projects, like some other labs that he's in development for. So I was pretty much there from the beginning to kind of get a rapport with Brian Murphy, who is the director, and the entire cast, like whether it's teens or Meryl Streep, or Nicole Kidman, James Corden, all them. Teens and Meryl. Yeah. I mean, you know. So, so what I'm hearing is you choreographed the prom film. Incorrect. I was the associate <laughs> choreographer. I really get in trouble. I was the associate choreographer for the prom movie. And I left... New York on the October 6th. No, no, I, I finished Mean Girls October 6th and I flew to LA October 9th. Cool. It so was unbelievably. Can just, you talk a little bit about the kind of rehearsal process and the shooting process and what it was like? Because you had been a part of the show. I, I know you had seen it on Broadway as well. Mm-hmm. Um, talk, talk about the adaptation process in terms of just like on set the, from, from, from your perspective. Sure, absolutely. There was um, when we first got there. It's um, it's entirely differently run from any kind of uh, Broadway musical as as we've known it. Because in the movie, I mean, there's so many more uh, components to create something, right? There's there's the grips. There's um, there's literally like director of cinematography. There's uh, a props team. There's uh, a set deck. There's uh, people who are set designers. It's it's there's so many more people trying to solve the problem of like, how do we get the show done? Mm-hmm. And no one's in the same room at the same time, unless it's like already shooting. So communication for that is incredibly difficult to get done. So when we showed up, I mean, it, it was at the start of everything. So we got to LA, held auditions for the teen uh, ensemble. And with a movie, you have to have, okay, so in the Broadway show, you have the same people playing Godspell, the Godspell cast, Teens, waiters, uh, New York City guests, all the stuff, right? You have an ensemble of 16. Mm-hmm. Movie-wise, you have to have different people being different things. Yeah. So, I mean, and when you can create... Can I ask why our phones didn't ring? being <laughs> <laughs> New York City party guests. So. <laughs> <laughs> an equity thing. I must admit, I think maybe locals. I'm I like happy. a monster truck show. <laughs> I went to multiple proms. Oh my god, the monster truck show! When you when you forget that what it is on Broadway is like, oh yeah, they did that in a monster truck. I wonder how we're gonna do it. Oh, we're just gonna go to a monster truck arena <laughs> and shoot the number. When they, <laughs> oh my God, we drove in and everyone's like, oh my God, like it's going to be the, the dead zone of anything. And we go and it's just in this huge arena and there's eight monster trucks around and there's a giant dirt mound in the middle. And they're like, Brennan, can you go check, uh, check the ground, check the dirt, make sure it's all good for your dancers. I was like, well, oh, oh okay, cool. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. 
they hadn't leveled it off yet. They haven't just like anything to it. I was like, this, this is truly unsafe. And like, maybe they gave us what we thought was going to be like 30 by 30 and they shrunk it down to like 20 by 20. So then on the fly, I have to adjust spacing, adjust all these things. And, and I get maybe 25, 30 minutes to adjust all the spacing with my nine dancers and Andrew Reynolds, who was playing Trent. So there was no room for social distancing at all is what you're saying. Literally, no. Everyone as tight <laughs> as possible. But it was it's just those moments that were unreal. Sure. That, uh, oh, my God. The, the scale and the budget of movies is beyond. <laughs> Had you worked with Andrew Reynolds before or any of these people before? No. Meryl, well, well, me and Meryl go way back. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you, were the, you were the end in Julie and Julia. You love it. You're right. I'm that little symbol. The ampersand, of course. <laughs> I actually that was one of my, my one of my first duties when I got to LA was uh Carol one on one. So we were I was teaching her a ballet class and like giving her like a core class and little movement uh class when I first got there. And like driving out to Pasadena and just like finding a studio and we just meet up. She drives herself everywhere wow she is 70 years old and truly sets the bar for professionalism and just i mean she's legendary everything is true everything is true and everything is as perfect as you want it to be with meryl yes that's also that's very nice to hear so Um, satisfying We've talked to a lot of people who have already transitioned from acting to, to, to specifically doing the, the, the change from being an actor to being a choreographer. Mm-hmm. Um, can you talk about your place right now and not necessarily transitioning, but like creating more layers and like you're an actor and a choreographer as opposed to doing the full transition, if that makes sense? Absolutely. Um, there's uh, when I took this job. This is definitely something I was uh, interested in. I wanted to see what associate choreography life was like. If it's something that I'm interested in, absolutely, I was. I loved uh, so much about it, um, and especially with with this project in particular, um, there was moments where I had to make the decision on the spot. If something needed to be changed, it was on me to make the decision to do it. Because if if Casey was um, in New York at the time can't really like make a phone call and be like, Hey, do you mind if I just change one thing? And because I mean, we have to decide on set. So, um, figuring out new choreography, but still saying in the language that, uh, Casey created was kind of like a fun, fun challenge for me to, to explore. So it's definitely something I want to get more involved with. And I was kind of tinkering around with some stuff while I was in LA, uh, whether getting into the studio and kind of creating new, combos for me to teach when I'm back here in the city, Mm -hmm. kind of finding my choreography voice and my uh, vocab for movement. And then, you know, Corona happened and plans kind of go into, but um, I'm also in this weird space where I want to be able to be somebody who is an and where I can present uh, choreography to something if it, if it needs it, or if they need an actor, if they just need an ensemble dancer or, or something like that. I, I'm not done performing for sure, mm-hmm. but um, having the choreography bug fully bite me in this sense is really exciting. Hella scary because I don't have truly much experience of it, but being thrown into something as high profile as this and in, in my vision succeeding and thriving and not folding under any of that pressure was really kind of like a moment of like, oh, Okay, yeah, yeah, I can do this. I can absolutely do this. But it's definitely one of those moments that I was like, am I going to fold? Am I going to know what that I'm doing? Because it was one of those moments of just like fully yes-ending and um, just going with whatever kind of came out, which I think was successful and everyone had good ideas and everyone kind of went with me because they could see that it'd be like, okay, he's, he's going somewhere and I kind of trust him and I'm going to follow him. So we had a fantastic ensemble of people. And I mean, the weird thing to be able to talk with Meryl Streep about an acting beat that I need to get her. So we needed to get her like a certain kind of dance uh, routine in a certain way. 
So when you approach it with her through a motivation standpoint and an acting standpoint, she will talk about it with you more and you can figure out both in a way how to get from point A to point B choreographically. And that kind of stuff, I was like, this is unreal. You had to have moments where you stepped back and you were like, I'm creating with Meryl Streep right now. Like, Did you say yeah. things like, Mama Mia, I can't believe I'm doing this. Oh my God. We had, actually, this is, this is a fun story. So he and Michael Key of, uh, of Key and Peele, uh, mm-hmm. he, he plays Mr. Hawkins in the film. Sure. Uh, and me and him are huge, huge sports fans. Uh, we would go on and on just talking football. Right. Because he's a big Penn State guy, right? Is he Penn State? I mean, we, he, would t- he was a huge Detroit Lions fan. We didn't oh, get sure. college ball. But he, uh, I, have a, I have an awesome like, Christmas ornament that I had everybody sign. And on the back, he said, nobody's going to see this, so I can write this. And he wrote, go Bills, because he knows I'm a huge Buffalo Bills fan. Right. <laughs> when we were, we were shooting a number, and uh, I will explain for everyone listening at home, in football, you can call what is called an audible which at the line of scrimmage when the play is starting and you want to change the play, the quarterback will say a keyword to all the people around him to let them know the play is changing to whatever this play is called. Peyton Manning does it a lot saying like, Omaha, Omaha, Omaha. Right. Yeah. So Keegan, hey. uh, me and Keegan would yell. Was Oma- state name? Omaha Steaks sponsored him. Every time he said Omaha, they gave money somewhere or something like that. Oh my God, they must have. After he said it, they, they, they didn't like pay him to do it. That was just his word. And whenever he was mic'd up on TV, all you would hear was Omaha, Omaha. Omaha, Omaha Steaks, Steaks. Uh, <laughs> so we would call out Meryl Streep movies for like a different take. Be like, all right, Julia and Julia. <laughs> yeah, we got. Bridges, 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 Madison County, I won, I won. Here we go. I mean, throughout filming, people hated us. We were so annoying. <laughs> Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No details. Well, on that note, let's play a game. Okay. Oh. I have in front of me an internet scavenger hunt. I'm going to refresh my cocktail. Okay. 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 Because I had a feeling that we were all on our computers and or near our telephones. And what we're doing anyway is just mindlessly Googling and scrolling. <laughs> so Great. I've made it a game. Awesome. Okay. So I'll read out a question. And then the first person who can use the internet to find me the correct answer will get a point. Okay. Oh, my God. This is very cool. Oh, my God. I need ice. <laughs> Soon as everyone's hands are ready. Oh my this God, holding for ice. Well, this will be fun because it's something that listeners can do too. And you can tell us as you're listening yes. if you are faster than us when you're listening to the episode. Yeah. You point and laugh. And then some of these are subjective <laughs> and then you can submit your own answers to us later. Oh. Okay. Some you of just these I will have to judge. <laughs> All so, right. We'll Let's start with some easy facts. Okay. Okay. What show was the first show ever at the Minskoff Theater? It's going to sound like we got maybe, maybe, maybe. I have an answer. Yeah? It was Irene, the revival starring Debbie Reynolds. Damn. Sure. Do you not know the answers to these? 
No, I figured the internet that you could like share your screen. Oh, <laughs> you have to present your proof. Oh, there's no. Okay, well, so what was it, Kevin? My so my, my information comes from theater history, the Minskoff Theater. Great. I uh, yeah, I agree Where with Seth. Answer. I got ten points. Okay. If you'd like, you can share your screen and show us. Okay, yes. I'm ready to win again. What's next? <laughs> What? Oh, sorry. Where was Audrey McDonald born? Ding, 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 ding. Yes? Audrey McDonald was born in the town of West That's Berlin. A of, that's a lot of pausing while you're still... Yeah, that was a lot, Brian. You can't ding until you got the answer. Yeah, you can't she was ding born in West Berlin. She was born in West Berlin, Germany. So Brian gets negative 10 points. No, I had it. The town of West Berlin. I had it. <laughs> born in West Berlin. All right, Brian has a point. Okay. 10 and Brian. Yep. Yeah. How many Twitter followers does Lin-Manuel Miranda currently have? Oh my god, 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 oh my god. Ding, ding, ding. Yes, Kevin. He has 3.1 million followers. Oh, wow. <laughs> I think I, I'm, I need to get a faster internet uh, through this. I thing. know, mine too. <laughs> I think that's why. It's I... taking forever to load because I'm, reco- because I'm recording this Zoom. Oh. <laughs> oh, there you go, Kevin. Thank you there for the is. proof. Well done. well done. Thank you for the evidence, Kevin. It's wonderful. You're welcome. <laughs> so I have 20 points and Brian has one. Yeah. <laughs> no. All right. How many Instagram followers does Robin Herder have? Oh, so many. Who is that? Who? What are you talking about? Yes. She has 19.6K followers. The correct answer is not enough. <laughs> oh, I'm sitting here like, oh, not Wait, who is that? Why do I? The, most, the, most Rouge, the musical on Broadway. She plays uh, the part that Caroline O'Connor played in the movie. Oh, okay. Because when but I type the best Instagram time, because it's just her quarantined day drinking with her like six year old son. Oh my god, her son is such. It's so cute. He made up a Power Rangers song, and her and her husband orchestrated it and like recorded it for him. I just want everyone to know that when I typed it in, I got uh, Robin, a professional cat herder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Brian. I mean, she'd be great at it, honestly. How many Instagram followers does she have? Robin, uh, she has eight hundred and seventy-one followers. Half a point to Brian. Brian has ten points. I have twenty, and Brian has one. No. <laughs> okay. How old is Andre De Shields? Ageless. Correct. <laughs> is it honestly correct? No, I don't know. How old is he? Ding, 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 ding. Yes, Kevin. He's 74 years old. Oh, my yeah. God. Don't worry. I, don't worry. I looked up. I don't even know how I got to this person. I don't even know who it is. Why? Andrew. That's Andre DeShields. I, no, I know. But I, oh. so for some reason, my autocorrect changed to like Andrew DeCovney. I <laughs> <laughs> David has a long lost brother. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's the star of the less popular Y files. That <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. What is the title of Kristen Chenoweth's first book? She oh, wait, no, I have it. It's on my shelf. Go, go to the, shelf. the internet. Forget the internet. Go to the shelf. I got it. I got it. Ding 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 ding. Okay. Oh no. Is it is it the girl in fourteen G sheet music? No. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yes, Kevin. It's a little bit wicked. Yeah. So the, the so two books came up. One is from two thousand nine, a little bit wicked, and the other because I typed in Kristen Jenner with books, and the second one that came up is the girl in fourteen G, and then under and then it says sheet music. So I didn't read <laughs> the whole thing until I, I saw told that you. one too. See, it's on my shelf, but currently it's not on my shelf because it's in my backpack because it's been part of my workout. Has been like a backpack full of books. <laughs> So I looked for it. I was like, "Ah, oh, it's gone." So, built for a stage calls for you to read a chapter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're building your mind and your muscles. You have to read a diva chapter before you can work yeah. out. It's, yeah. it's the mental workout of the day. Exactly. 
Okay, the next point will go to the first person who can pull up and press play on Alice Ripley's Tony acceptance speech. I can't tell who it was first. Oh, damn it, shared screen. An ogress with attitude, a lovelorn Latina. <laughs> All right, good job, Kevin. Mine is, look at it, skipping. My, my computer is not built for this right now. <laughs> but tonight, I'm a Kennedy presenter. <laughs> She's not okay, giving Kennedy speech. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> Next. Twist, twist. Who played less in the movie of Newsies? Oh, I met him, but I don't remember his name. <laughs> um, is it like the movie, like the original movie? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, not the film. Oh, uh, ding, ding, ding. Yes, Kevin? Luke Edwards. All right. Guys, right. we have a huge problem with, like, I need to call my internet provider. This is really bad. <laughs> what if you use your phone? Oh, maybe my phone is going to be faster. That's a very good point. Yeah. He's a, he's a sweet guy. We did this, like, um, uh, Newsies in, in, when we were at Paper Mill. We had this cool thing of, like, the movie, some of the movie cast coming to see uh, the world premiere of this whole thing. And we, like, we met our counterparts. And it was definitely everything you imagine, like the guy who played Spot Conlon had his own corner and people were just gathered around. Yes. It was just like, I am 30 years older than all of you. <laughs> sure, let's get a picture. <laughs> okay. The first person to pull up a recent photo of any of the original cast of Newsies. Can I just pose here? Yeah. <laughs> Done. Got it, and that's how you win. <laughs> okay. Oh, the first person to pull up a Broadway performer's attempt at a TikTok dance. Oh, I. TikTok dance. Explain this to me. <laughs> okay, maybe it'll just be me. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure people are done this. Who can. Who's. Oh, no. Do I have to go? First person you should all be looking up is Tom. <laughs> oh, of course, Broncos Dunham. <laughs> Who's this? Oh, is that oh that's the Beetlejuice. I have Jeremy Kushner's that he texted to us. Oh, that was smart, Brian. <laughs> oh, you jerk. Does that count? Sure. Yeah. Okay. okay. So I just to recap. I have 65 points. I think I have Brandon one. has like 37, and Brian has negative one. Oh, no. Brian is busy calling Verizon. <laughs> <laughs> better, than calling, better than calling unemployment at this time. Fair. Or Spectrum. <laughs> okay, the first person to find a viral cover of a Broadway song. What? Oh, 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 what's that? Leave all this weird typing noise in, Brian. Oh, definitely. Don't worry. Tap, tap, tap. The, who are they called? What do they? What are they called? Those guys. Oh no, those guys. You know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. That, that do into the unknown. It's that one. Well, they have an awesome one of go the distance. Where oh yeah, that one's so good. I don't know if they have a name. Just look up that four guys go the distance. Four. I'm gonna type in four oh. guys go the distance. That's gonna bring up some questionable things. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No, because they're not losing from the patients you're not treating. What have we found? Okay, this isn't this isn't what I planned, but I found the BYU vocal point, which has six point four million views of singing "Go the Distance." I don't think that counts. That counts as viral. Yeah, totally That's pretty viral. Yeah. What is this? 7,000. This. this is Katie Holmes from Dawson's Creek singing. <laughs> oh, really good, though. That's really, <laughs> really good. Yeah, but that video only had 57K yeah. views. But how many people watched that episode live? Right. Fair. So Fair. Or bought it on DVD. I don't know. Does that count as viral? I mean, oh, God. 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 Oh, God
beach. And they're on the beach. They got their you guys there. This is really intense. I mean, there you go. Yeah, it. that counts. Brendan wins. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> the next point will go to the first person who can pull up a Jeremy Jordan fan account who has posted a photo of Broadwaisted. Ding, 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 ding. Yes, Kevin. Well done. I have brought up the JeremyJordan.com like, fan page that posted this episode of Broadwaisted. Damn. Oh, that is not social distancing. Remember when? Remember yeah. when? Okay. The next point goes to who can list who originated the six queens of six at Edinburgh Fringe. This, honestly, I don't think I've ever played a more frustrating game than this I'm one. I'm so sorry for you. No, it's not yours. This is great. I'm very upset with a lot of things. <laughs> okay, I got it. I got it. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. Okay. He does it. Catherine of Aragon was Megan Gilbert. Ashley yep. Weir was Anne. Holly Musgrave was Jane Seymour. Anna Cleves was Tilda Wickham. Catherine Howard was Annabelle Marlowe. And Catherine Pars was Shamali De Silva. Correct. I, I I, he got it. it right, but he didn't say the names with like passion. So I feel like he loses. <laughs> Honestly, that's not even getting me mad because this game is so frustrating. <laughs> there are only two questions left. Are you ready? The two last questions. The oh, first person true. to find the most unflattering photo of Brendan in the Google image search results. Oh, I have this. I absolutely have this. Where is that shot? <laughs> well, this is mean. I don't know what's the, the worst image of Brendan. Oh, it's there. It has to be there. That's probably the picture that I made of him staring at a broom. I wish I could, like, bring up... Can I upload a picture to the internet right now? <laughs> <laughs> Has it ever been on your Instagram? Just say it's on, like, page 12 of the search. Some of these aren't you. Ooh, so, yeah, some of these I was like, ooh, he's hot. Who's that? That's not Brendan. <laughs> Although our Rachel, po- Rachel Potter gets Broadwaisted comes up in a Brendan Stimson image search. I mean, I'm very versatile. <laughs> I, think, I think I might have found it, but I don't actually know that's not Brendan. I, fi- I, fi- I don't find it unflattering, but I find this. Wait, where is it? <laughs> <laughs> I find this. This is just offensive. Why and when was that? So in Honeymoon in Vegas, um, I would go on for, oh my God, what was the, what was the title of this? The, something of, of Brunei. Which oh, was, was that a Honeymoon in Vegas costume? Yes, it was. Sultan uh, of Brunei? Sultan of Brunei, the Sheik? The, the, uh, Sultan, probably. Uh, sh- something of Brunei. D- Earl? Duke? Something. Something. I apologize. I can't think of it And right it now, was but. you? But I, uh, one of the guys, well, I was a swing in Honeymoon in Vegas, and uh, Zachary Prince, who was in the ensemble, uh, played this little ensemble part, along with like many other things. But for one, like maybe like three crosses, he wore this costume. And so when I went on for him, pasty Brendan Stimson, uh, once compared to as Casper, uh, had to put on this costume and walk on a Broadway stage three times. Wow. <laughs> so that's a pretty embarrassing shot, I'd say. I would say, yeah. I'm going to go with uh, this one, if you don't mind me it sharing me. my screen. You're being interviewed uh, about returning, the Newsies Broadway star returns oh. to Rochester, <laughs> yeah. and you look very bored during this TV interview. <laughs> How dare you? I have a better one, I think, than Brian. And you're in <laughs> shorts on television. Okay. Is that not a good <laughs> I don't no. know the rules. All right, Brian, I have one to share. Okay. I found a picture of, let's see. <laughs> this is fun, right? So this one, oh, I can't, how do I oh, get Oh, God, yeah, I know, I know this one. Kara doing a, a <laughs> Broadway understudies on Twitter. <laughs> you, want to, you want to talk about somebody who looks bored in an interview. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> not like living your best hey, life in that picture right there. The virtual interview with all the newsies that were like hanging in the other room. We were doing some like Rochester interview and Kara and me are both from 
excuse me, Rochester. And I was waiting to throw in some like inside joke to the newsies that were waiting and listening outside. And I was just sitting there just like, just be cool, just be cool, just be cool. You're gonna land your joke, you're gonna land your joke. So I was petrified during that interview. <laughs> That's amazing. That's wonderful. Okay, the final point. Oh my God. We'll go to the funniest meme you've seen while in quarantine. Oh, I got it. All right, where is that? Oh, come on. How do you find... Okay, you can't just find a meme. Did someone send it to you? Well, it was on... Oh, I should just look at Instagram. I should just look at Instagram. This is... Okay. This one's pretty good. I don't know if you can see it if I share it. Um, Because I feel like this one, it's not really who does it fastest, it's whose is the funniest. Correct. So I don't know if you can see it, but it's right here. It says... It's like that picture, the, the guy checking out the other girl. Uh-huh. And he is everyone. The girl he's checking out is literally any mask. And his girlfriend is hand wash, hand washing disinfection. <laughs> <laughs> and the other healthy common sense, literally any mask. Mine is, the, mine is the one, I think it's maybe a, a guinea pig or some kind of hamster type, uh, type animal who's just jaunting, just like beep, 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 on what looks like just a bridge. And it's from uh, my therapist says, Instagram account. And it's me every 10 minutes on my way back to the kitchen for more quarantine snacky snacks. It's just this guy. <laughs> I saw you posted that the other day. <laughs> I've never felt more seen in my life. Sneaking to the kitchen to get more snacks. I mean, just like like it's a secret. No, I'm going to get those snacks. <laughs> So I think mine is, I'm going to use Kevin against himself. It's the one that you sent us, the Clarissa one that Melissa Joan Hart posted, where it says, Clarissa, it crosses out, explains it all, and says, did not mention this. And then (laughs) she she wrote, I apologize for not covering pandemics in my teen years. (laughs) It was so good. That one's really good. That one was very funny. And that one really got me. Oh man! Yeah, so you all get a point, and it's a tie game! Hooray! Hooray! Because <laughs> why make someone lose in quarantine? A dream. We we split a three way tie, Wally. What do you think? So you've been doing a lot of you know we've all been on the internet a lot, but have you actually gone to my favorite site? <gasps> Tuesdays in, in the, the corner, corner with Kevin. Glasses on. Wow, yeah, glasses I on. I put on my uh, new. Well done. They're my readers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a 35 year old man, so now I wear readers. So, Brendan, welcome to Kevin's Corner, where I have three highly researched questions for you. All of my research comes from the highly reputable site Wikipedia. Uh, excellent. And so today is the name game. So we're doing a lot of plays on the name Brendan, and Never. we'll see where it goes out. Okay. So, question one. Your name is Brendan, just like Brendan Miller, a drummer for several bands like The Feds and John Five's band Loser, who is also a pornographic actor who won the 2013 X-Biz Award for Best Supporting Actor for a role of the Joker in The Dark Knight XXX, a role he later reprised in Batman vs. Superman XXX, an <laughs> Axel Braun parody. He's also the husband of Stormy Daniels. Okay. Daniel Cormier, however, is a mixed martial artist and former Olympic wrestler signed with the Ultimate Fighting Championship, who is the former two-division world champion, having held the heavyweight and light heavyweight world championship simultaneously. The second of four fighters in UFC history to ever hold multiple titles in two weight classes at once. Once in a Lifetime, The Extraordinary Story of the New York Cosmos is a 2006 documentary film about the New York Cosmos, one of the most famous soccer clubs in the history of the United States. So my question is, if you had to make a documentary film about something in your life that was called Once in a Lifetime, The Extraordinary Story of blank, what would your movie be about and why? 
I'm still just absorbing everything I just heard. <laughs> I'm really smart. It's hard to watch over you. I know. It's it's just it's a wonder what you do here in Kevin's corner. Because uh, <laughs> I'm also still slightly. I would say you're welcome, but I should also say I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I'm still on the fact of like, there's just like supporting roles for pornographic films. Yeah, and you get awards for it. Okay, so, okay. (laughs) Uh, If someone is in a a movie about me, my life. Something about your life, and it's got to be called Once in a Lifetime, The Extraordinary Story of Blank. You know what? Okay, for any for any Broadway performer or aspiring Broadway performer who uh, loves the dance captain world and also loves being on stage, I would say a once in a lifetime experience would be the role of an on stage dance captain. I would say the <laughs> okay the ability to not be able to see the entire show every night to then try and take notes on it as best as you can, but you can't kind of see everything. So the ability to try and do your track, but also with your left eye, see kind of what's going on and try and fix it at the same time, that'd be a challenge. Is it a once in a lifetime? It is for movie purposes, that's fine. For For the title of a movie, like that pulls you in, it's good. We could rewrite it. You need a really strong director and a lot of visual effects. I think you can make it work. But that's what I'm operating on right now. (laughs) I love it. So question two. Oh, there's another. Your name is Brendan. Just like Brendan Shanahan, a Canadian professional hockey player and a former player and executive who currently serves as the president and alternate governor for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Alternate? That's what they call them, the alternate governor. I guess they just alternate between friends. I don't don't know. Having previously... He previously served as NHL's director of player safety. A safety lamp, however, is an is any of several types of lamps that provide illumination in coal mines and is designed to operate in air that may contain coal dust or gases, both of which are potentially flammable or explosive. Explosive cyclogenesis, however, is the rapid deepening of an extratopical cyclone, cyclonic low pressure area. The change in pressure needed to classify something as an explosive psychogenesis is latitude dependent. For example, at 60 degrees latitude, explosive psychogenesis occurs if the central pressure decreases by 24 M-bar or H-PA for more than 24 hours. So my question is, what are three musical theater songs that can always cheer you up and fill you with absolute joy and why? (laughs) Oh my God. Um, I actually, I do this constantly. Uh, there are the three songs at the end of a new brain. So I know it was never technically on Broadway, but it was a off Broadway yeah, show. Yeah, for sure. Um, and it's, um, I want to give the exact titles, but there's the three songs right at the end of the show that whenever I'm feeling like down or I mean, it's, it's a number of things. It could be down, happy, anything. But it goes time, then time and music, and I feel so much spring. Those three songs, back to back to back. That's a solid choice. Fill me with such, and I feel I feel like anew afterwards. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm okay. It's such a it's it's a it's a keynote for me to kind of like just get back to back to center. Well done. That was actually a really good answer. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I'm still... At, we were at, expecting so much less. That's <laughs> <laughs> my first one, absolutely. All right, question three. This one's the hardest. Your name is Brendan, just like Brendan Barry McCullum, a New Zealand cricket coach, commentator, and former cricketer who played all formats and was a former captain in all formats. McCullum took quick scoring to test matches well, notably recording the fastest mm-hmm. test century of all time. I don't know what any of that means. A time crystal or space-time crystal, however, is a structure that repeats in time as well as in space. Normal three-dimensional crystals have a repeating pattern in space but remain unchanged as time passes. Mm -hmm. Time crystals repeat themselves in time as well, leading the crystal to change from moment to moment. 
this is yes yes this is proven the moment generating the moment generating function in probability theory and statistics however of a real valued random variable is an alternative uh, specification of its probable distribution thus it provides the basis of an alternate route to analytical results compared with working directly with probability density functions or cumulative distribution functions. So my question is, if you get ice cream from an ice cream place, do you want it A, in a sugar cone, B, in a waffle cone, C, in a cup with a spoon, or D, blended into a milkshake? Well, um, Why am I just thinking about time crystals? Here? <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. I think, I think honestly, okay. So <laughs> if I'm getting if I'm getting more than two scoops, then that's going into a dish because I know I'm not going to eat it fast enough for it to melt off. But if I'm okay. just getting two scoops, that is going in a waffle cone, and that's going to be absolutely delicious because a waffle cone is going to hold it, I think, better than the sugar cone. As long as you can eat it fast enough, it's not truly melting at the end and then dripping out the bottom. And I'm, I'm going to pull this out, Kimberly and Brian as well. How would you eat your ice cream? Sugar cone, waffle cone, cup, or blended in a milkshake? It depends on the flavor and the variety I'm going for that day. If it's a sundae, it's in a cup. You have to, no, you, it's, it's just you're getting like a choice of a kind of ice cream and you're deciding how you eat it. You have to make one definitive decision. You can never change the rest of your life. Waffle cone, no question. Nice. Like the cake cone. Yeah, like the, that's what sugar cone, yeah, for sure. See, no, yeah. sugar cone and cake cone are different, as waffles different as well. Whoa. I, yeah. Wow. There's a sugar cone and a cake cone? The yeah. cake cone is like the wafer cone. Sugar right. cone is the pointy one. Waffle cone is the big one that wraps around. It looks like a waffle. Those are three uh, different uh, types of cones. Does the like waffle I, also not have a point? I think the waffle... The waffle does, does have a point, no, yes. But I just... Yes. I eat cones with ice cream so much that like I can't even handle any kind of cone. So for me, it's going in a dish or a milkshake, but like most likely a milkshake. Excellent. I love a milkshake. A milkshake. Uh, I love a good milkshake right when you want a milkshake. There's almost nothing better. No, and it like will literally bring all of the boys to the yard. A hundred percent. Every single one. Um, should we play one more game before we head out here? Let's sure. do it. Can we play hands on a hard body. Oh have you played this with us before, Brandon? I don't know. I think I have. This is the this is the lift. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. Say it's. And then it, we've it added a beat, but I think it's too hard on Zoom to yeah. be on for Brian's latency. Yeah, that's that's. <laughs> what? <laughs> um. So there's no beat. Just try and be as much. On beat as you can. We're all in a different order on everyone's screen. So I'm going to say the order out loud and please remember. Okay. That it goes from me to Brian to Brendan to Kevin. Okay. Is the order. Can you hear that? Should I mute that? What is that? I was like, got a text. I was getting text because I was playing a Marvel game with friends. Like, actually, you guys would like this. Um, I was texting Corey Cott. I was like, because I was watching all the Avengers. I was like, hey, I've been watching Marvel movies nonstop. First instincts, which Avenger are you? And which Avenger is Ike Sweeps O'Connor? And uh, obviously, Corey Cott's Captain America. because yeah. uh, And Ike is pre-Spider-Man Peter Parker. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I think that's... Uh, I think that's accurate. I think I'm Peter Parker's best friends from the newest movies. <laughs> Perfect. That's good. That's a good one, Kevin. So those are, those are muted, but I think I think the world needed to hear that. Yes, oh. that was good. <laughs> and they need to see Corey Cott's chest hair in uh, the Playbill running of Bandstand. We can Bandstand. all watch this weekend. That's, that's true. true. That you can. Um, well, let's just start then our categories game. Let's start with Marvel superhero characters. Great. Why not? It's on the mind. It is. Let's do it. I'll start. I was literally about to say a DC character is my first. (laughs) (laughs) Wonder Woman. (laughs) Wonder Woman was the first one I thought of, too. (laughs) I'll start Pepper Pot. (laughs) Black Widow. Black Panther. 
Thor. Captain America. Hulk. Loki. Okay. Um, Going um, away. Natalie Portman. <laughs> character. Do you know her character's name? You know her name? Doctor something. No. Close. Close. You, you missed the... You, you got the first? The name part. You got the title. Right. I got the title right. It does not count. Okay, I have a hand up. Okay, Jane Foster. Jane Foster. Jane Foster. That's right. I, I need okay, that. I could have gone for miles. Kevin, we watched all of them. I know. I don't know why I couldn't remember that. <laughs> I was like, Jane is gone. Jane is gone. Well, you're going to watch Endgame soon. And you'll, I am. I'm going to watch Endgame this weekend. Oh. oh, no. We all went to see it together. We saw the just, theater. Just for fun? I haven't seen it since, so I'm going to order pizza and watch Endgame and have an emotional night. It's going to be that sounds great. I and I watch she loves me. Pretend we're going to the theater. Oh, wait, what are you watching? She loves me on Broadway HD. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, wait, can I pick a category? All right, the category is DC heroes. Yikes! And I will go first. Wonder Woman. Batman. Green Lantern. Superman. Um, uh, the guy that goes underwater. Aquaman, yeah. sorry. <laughs> Green Arrow. Shazam. Good movie. Um, Great movie. Catwoman? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. The Flash? Yeah. Um, Poison Ivy? Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. She's like, a, she's like a good guy, bad villain. It's fine. He has red hair. Is I don't know. Be a hero? That, that was the category. The category was hero. You're right. Okay. Okay. You haven't read her take. I, I, that's why I said, uh, that's why I said, okay. Uh, yeah. Black lightning. Ooh. Oh my God. DC. I don't know the DC world. Well, is that, wait, is that X-Men in that world? No, that's Marvel. See, I'm. I, I was doing the same no, thing. Don't I'm, I'm thinking like mm, I have a lot of villains. Right, the villains are easy. The DC has some great villains. Well, like, you don't know their story. Maybe they're the hero. You're right, Mister Freeze. Yeah. <laughs> Mister Freeze is a tragic hero. Everybody, chill. <laughs> Everybody loves uh, that. Guy. I'll take that. Okay, Robin. Oh my god. Yeah, why couldn't we think of Robin? Good one. Um, I'm out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, so you get to pick the category. So so far, Kimberly and I have one hand up. Cool. Good heroes, heroes. Let's go with late '90s, early 2000s WB protagonists. What in the world? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? Dawson. Clark Kent. Lorelai Gilmore. What's my next one? Casey. <laughs> sure. Um, Rory Gilmore. I'm out. I'm out of. I'm out of. <laughs> <laughs> Lois Lane. Nineties. You said late nineties. Well, any nineties. Any nineties. Sure. Zach Morris. Was that on the WB? Oh, the WB. I have a hand. I have there a you hand. go. Oh, oh, all right. You can pick a category. Like, never watched WB. <laughs> that was deep cut. Yeah. All right, so everyone has a hand but Brian. Correct. Yeah, Brandon picks the category. Oh, I have to pick the category. Um, okay. Or category. Or category. Uh, we've had, this is, I mean, three or four. I don't I quite. believe you. <laughs> Quarantine times. Dog breeds. Dog breeds. No, and you can't do a mix. Pure breeds. Pure pure breeds. Otherwise, we could go on forever. Oh, God. Okay. So, I'm going to say Corky. Poodle. Uh, Basset Hound. Cavalier King Spaniel. King Charles Spaniel. <laughs> Border Collie. Irish Setter. Yeah. Chow Chow. Golden Retriever. Sharpay. Um, a hound dog. Which one? Be more specific there. 
a blue skinned hound dog. <laughs> Show me. I just blue made that up. Hound dog. <laughs> there is something called a blue tick hound. I knew that my 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 nep- my uncle had a Scottish blue terrier. Mm. Like I couldn't remember what that was called, so I just called it a blue hound. And, a, and like a blue footed booby. You went you went that route. <laughs> I did pretty much. <laughs> All right, so Kevin is out, but he picks the category. Correct. Um, so my category is characters from Tiger King. Do you need a full name? Can we just do first name or do you need yeah, full all names? I don't know all their full names. If you can at least like say the first name and describe who you mean, I'll give it to you. Okay. Uh, so the first person goes Kimberly. Yeah. Joe Exotic. Brian. Um, Carol Baskin. Uh, Alan. The uh, almost hitman. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Alan. Doc? Was that yeah. the Yeah. Doc Ankle. Doc Ankle. Ankle. Doc Ankle. Travis. Nine. One. Poor Travis. Oh. Oh. Was his campaign manager. Is Dale right? No, Dale's not right. Looks like a Dale. He looks like a Dale. I would have taken Dale. (laughs) (laughs) What's his name? If you'll take Dale, we can take Dale. Dale is his name now. I would take it. That's fine. That works. Kimberly. Oh, okay. Um, John. Yeah. The first husband. Jonathan. Yep. Jonathan. Oh, no, no teeth, John. Yeah, he has teeth now. Oh, he's got. He's got. Still after the documentary. Brian. Sure. Saf. I couldn't uh, remember her name. Yeah. Is that the one-armed girl? Yes. Yeah. Oof. Who's the other? Oh, what's I know. Bandana and hat. Yeah. 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 I think I'm out. I don't yeah. know the Tiger King guys. Uh, Jeff Lowe. Jeff. 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 And you all left out China. China. Dylan. <laughs> uh, Dylan. Dylan. I'm not lying. Dylan could get it in like the first video of Dylan. <laughs> you, when they first meet? When they first meet, Dylan could get it. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, Brendan, you picked the category. The category you're, you're out, right? So it's, it's for you're picking a category for Brian and Kimberly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. NFL quarterbacks. Do they have to be currently playing? That doesn't help. Oh, I was trying to help you. Out. <laughs> <laughs> the one that was on the Eagles for a long time. That's Sorry, it, Kimberly. <laughs> All right. So, Kim, does Kimberly go first? I'll start. Peyton Manning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Eli Manning. <laughs> Donovan McNabb. Nice. Oh, damn. Dante Culpepper. Wow, Minnesota Vikings. I don't think that's a real name. It absolutely is. Dante Culpepper played for the Minnesota Vikings. Survey says no Brian's out. (laughs) Um, Ben Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger? Well done. We will take Ben Roethlisberger. (laughs) Brett Favre is a name I know. That's yeah. A, yeah, save that for next. I won't That's say bank. that one. That's oh, Bank. Ben Roethlisberger. Yep. Uh, Tom Brady. Tom Brady, new Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Yep. Brett Favre. I know that. Oh, too. good one. <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick. That guy from the Eagles with the blonde hair, that one. I'll accept <laughs> that. Okay, Brian, yours? You have entered Nick Foles. Nick Foles! <laughs> Jay Cutler. Is that who Kristen Cavallari is married to? Yes. Yes. Cool. Do you have another quarterback? <laughs> nope. Nope. I do not. <laughs> what her answer was was Jameis Winston. How do you know these things? Jameis. Jameis, Jameis Winston. <laughs> Jameis. Nancy. He went to FSU. He did? He did. Well, on that note, Brendan, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, my pleasure. We oh, had such a fun time. Um, uh, again, uh, you can find us at Broadway Sid, as Kimberly always says. Just search for Brendan on social media and you'll find him. Google him and find a picture, exactly. picture. It's available online. Yeah, uh, you can find us at Broadway Sid on all social media. Um, don't forget, we're having Friday episodes now with movies. Um, so you can check that out here or on Patreon. Uh, that's pretty exciting. But you can find all of our episodes on 
uh, Spotify uh, or iTunes. Rate and review us there. Five stars, please. Of course. Um, Brendan, thank you so much for joining us. Um, but I want to do something right now. I want you to just close your eyes okay. uh, and count to 10. Go to your happy place and then try not to combust. Just breathe. That's just breathe from the prom. That is our quote for the episode. Yes. I like to like, like dropping the bomb of a quote instead of letting us make fun of you for it. I know. Appreciate that. You're welcome, everyone. Uh, but seriously, thank you so much for joining us. We're happy to see that you're healthy. Your little dog, Wally, is adorable. Um, but as we end every episode, we raise our glass and we say, Cheers. Cheers. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.